Welcome to the European Vascular Podcasts. This month's editor's choice is the prognostic value of the Wi-Fi classification in patients with chronic limb-threatening ischemia, a systematic review and meta-analysis by authors Van Ragen and colleagues. The Wi-Fi wound ischemia and foot infection classification was introduced in 2014 by the Society for Vascular Surgery as risk certification for one-year limb loss in chronic limb-threatening ischemia, trying to assess the benefit or requirement of revascularization. It scores the presence and dimensions of wound or tissue loss, the presence and grade of infection, and the severity of ischemia, each on a scale from 0 to 3. It classifies the patients as very low, low, moderate, or high risk of one-year amputation. The present study is a systematic review and meta-analysis of the evidence available regarding the prognostic value of the Wi-Fi classification in patients with critical limb-threatening ischemia. The endpoints were major amputation, limb salvage, and amputation-free survival in relation to the Wi-Fi clinical stage. Methodologically, the authors followed the PRISMA guidelines and registered the protocol in PROSPERO. They searched in the Embase, Medline and Cochrane databases for articles published from 2014 to June 2018. They included studies with patients with diabetic foot ulcers and or chronic limb-threatening ischemia and evaluated the prognostic value of the Wi-Fi classification system regardless of revascularization or revascularization method and duration of follow-up. The quality of each individual study was assessed using the QUIPS tool and a grade table was created for the certainty of evidence on the three endpoints. Out of 1,702 studies obtained in the search, the authors selected 12 for qualitative synthesis and just 8 for the meta-analysis. Eight studies were conducted in the United States, three in Europe and one in Japan, with a total of 2,669 patients. The patients were varied, diabetic and non-diabetic, with and without chronic kidney disease, hospitalized and outpatients, and so were the treatments, endovascular, surgical, hybrid and conservative, with no particular predominance of one over the others. The mean age of the patients varied between 58 and 77 years in the different studies. The ratio of men to women was about 1.8 to 1. The Wi-Fi classification was determined either at presentation, admission or preoperatively, or retrospectively except in one study. The patients described in the different studies were recruited from 2005, the earliest in one study, to 2015, the latest, mostly from 2010 to 2015. These years are quite recent, and we can consider they reflect current clinical practice and so applicability of the findings. The estimated risk of a major amputation after one year was 0% for Wi-Fi stage 1 patients, 8% for stage 2, 11% for stage 3, and 38% for stage 4. Limb salvage rates after one year were 95%, 92%, 91%, and 61% for Wi-Fi stages 1 to 4. And amputation-free survival after one year was 83%, 76%, 75%, and 55% respectively. The level of evidence for the three outcomes was low to very low. The first thing that comes to mind when looking at these figures is that even patients with offhand the best prognosis 
Wi-Fi stage 1, that is mild tissue loss, infection, and or ischemia, face a one-year risk of death or major amputation of about 17%, almost one in every five. So once again, there is proof of the severity of the underlying disease. Another detail that stands out is that the outcomes are not very different between stages one and three, but the prognosis is dismally worse for Wi-Fi stage four patients. This could be interpreted in an optimistic light, in the sense that most patients with a mild or moderate event have a good chance of making it live and amputation-free if they have access to specialized vascular care, and only those with the most severe presentations are under very high risk for life and or limb. Or we could interpret this data in a more pessimistic way. How exactly does this classification help us in clinical practice? It is generally self-obvious to tell the difference between a mild and a severe presentation of diabetic foot infection or chronic limb-threatening ischemia without the need for a specific classification. Well, the truth is that widely accepted and used classifications help us speak the same language and ease the merging of data from different databases, institutions, and even countries for the analysis of not really the classification itself, but of outcomes of treatment modalities, pathways of care, protocols, etc., which is what we really need to move forward in knowledge and quality of patient care. This study did not find sufficient evidence to support the use of the Wi-Fi classification to predict the benefit of revascularization. The authors mention as limitations of the study the heterogeneity of the patients included, the retrospective nature of almost all the studies, and possible inclusion bias of the individual studies. The need and possibilities of revascularization have to be assessed in the individual patient according to the clinical and anatomical situation, comorbidity, surgical risk, technical availability, etc., in a holistic and comprehensive view, not just based on a classification stage. The Wi-Fi classification is a tool to try to classify patients objectively, taking into account all three key aspects threatening the limb in patients with diabetic feet or chronic limb-threatening ischemia. It is more exhaustive in its assessment than previous more limited or specific classifications, such as the Rutherford, Fontaine or Texas classifications. It has proved some prognostic value, although still with low quality evidence. Its role in clinical practice is still to be proved in large prospective studies. I invite you to read the full text article in the September 2019 issue of the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery. The complete reference is the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery, Year 2019, Volume 58, pages 362 to 371. It is an editor's choice, so open access for everyone. Until our next podcast, have a great day.